0: Hey, hey hi guys how you doing it's me zira the one the only um i'm back officially starting season two uh the previous episode i did before this was just a pilot just to see you know whether or not i still want to do it but yeah it looks like i do it <laughs> looks like uh, there's some things i need to speak on and it also seems like there's other people who want to hear what i have to speak on so it's raining um right now and i'm recording an episode in the rain which is kind of it has i don't know a sense of you know melancholy to it (laughs) but hey hey guys it's been a while i've missed you Uh, a lot has been going on i can't even begin to tell you i've i've been doing a lot schools started by the way Uh, after 11 months after 11 months of no school uh, the administration of NASTAS has decided to embark on online lessons. <laughs> 11 months later. Anyway, it's not a day too late and not a day too soon. Um, yeah, I guess let me get straight into it. So today I've dubbed this particular topic, Reflections of a Broken Boy. Um, the reason why, or rather the backstory behind this particular topic topic or this particular title uh, was because i've been you know i've been reflecting and reminiscing lately over the you know over the moments rather the the experiences that i have personally experienced that have brought me to become the person that i am today and um, i've started to notice how very small things have was the big change in, in in my life um there's some things that a lot of us term or see as insignificant in the way in in in, in everyday life and the way we interact with people uh, the events and happenings that happen in our life even from a tender age we all just think you know we were kids or this happened when we were kids so this doesn't really matter or whatever and i've only started to realize how greatly even the smallest events have an impact over over the larger parts of our lives. Um, here I look at you know the way we were brought up as, as as you know as people the way we were brought up especially our family backgrounds the setting of our home the situation at our home how it has greatly impacted how we see life there is a certain level of drive and and, and push that is only bred in people of a certain background those people are born with the will to push to make things better for themselves and the people around them right I'm sure everyone can agree to that that some people are just born that way and that is greatly to do with the backgrounds that they come from now imagine someone who's coming from a background full of brokenness brokenness of varying kinds look at the first 15 years of your life look at the experiences that you've had you know some people have more happy experiences than not some people have more you know dark and gloomy experiences than not And all of this greatly impacts the person you then become. Um, There's no such thing as your past as it may who you are. Your past is who you are. Because people judge you off of what you have done and not of what you will do. Even the Bible itself, God judges you off of what you have done and not what you will do. So, it is very important to look at your past. To look at your past, especially if you consider yourself a broken boy. You know, or a broken girl. (laughs) You know, because that moment you start accepting what your past is like, you then have a better control over, or rather a better sort of vision into what your future is supposed to be like the moment you accept what has happened in your life in the past the more power you have over the decisions you make that will affect your future because I will look at this I'm taking this particular I just was trying to give you an introduction into exactly what I mean but I'm talking about this in in particular in, in relationships Focusing on the relationship sort of aspect. Um, the certain things that we have experienced in our past. So I'll speak for myself. Uh, I always, my growing up, I always felt like people would not be able to love me enough growing up. I always felt like I was always going to be second. I was always going to be second best because when I looked at other people, I'd see someone who's bettered me in this, buried, better than me, that better than me in in this, and I I I took all that, all that insecurity, all that you know, self pity, self doubt, and low self esteem, and I turned it into something of great power. Because I felt like people wouldn't love me enough So I decided to show people that I can love myself enough Take note, I said show people That I can love myself enough Not actually love myself enough So I want to talk to someone today Look at yourself, look at your life Are you trying to show people that you love yourself enough Or do you actually love yourself enough This is the thing. The thing is when you live to show people that you are this type of way so that they treat you in another type of way you tend to act out of character. You tend to you know you tend to act out of what is you, you know. So my desire and and craving of being loved broke me. It broke me. And it made me build from the broken pieces a different type of person that was not me. So when people interacted with me, they'd say, Zira is a very confident person. Zira is a very A, B, C, D, E, F, G person. But that was based upon an insecurity, you know. So the strengths that you build based off of insecurities will also then turn into weaknesses. Because when I started showing the people that I wanted to love me, that I loved myself, without actually loving myself, the people that then loved me didn't love me for me. They loved me for what I showed them. So this is why we I found myself getting into these, you know... I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to call them relationships because, you know, teenage things. But um, let me use that word for lack of a better term. Into these teenage relationships and teenage flings. And because I'd invest so much into showing this person that I loved myself, for them to love me. And also to love them more than I could love myself. To love them, giving them a level of attention, affection, care that I wanted By giving them that and them then falling for what was not me would then lead into a relationship that would last or a thing (laughs) that would last for, I don't know, X number of days, X number of months. And this always had the problem that this always had the problem that because I had put so much into being this particular person for this person and it didn't work i'll then look back at myself and say what is wrong with me you know i've done i've done everything that i can to make this person love me i've made i've done everything that i can to make this person love me but they still didn't love me enough to go through it to the end and that will break me so the cycle of this brokenness goes from one relationship to the next so if you are like me and have been around the block a few times <laughs> you carry this brokenness from this relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship and the person who you end up being with is only is suffering rather is suffering from the insecurities and the damage and the pain and the toxicity and the hurt that you have experienced through the brokenness of the other ten relationships, you know. And they don't know, they don't understand that you were not born this way. They do not understand that you don't want it to be this way, but it has has become this way because of the experiences that you've had. And my 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 one of my, my biggest requests is that people understand people going through these these periods of brokenness, people understand people are going through these mental problems, mental health issues, depression. Because all people like us want to do want from other people is just to be loved. Because we are broken, because we are insecure beyond measure. We just want to feel insecure. We just want to feel insecure, and because we've experienced all this brokenness, all this hurt, and all this pain for all those years, we are extra cautious when getting into a new relationship, whether it be romantic or platonic, you know. And this mainly manifests in romantic relationships, because some of us have our walls are very high up. We have our guard you know, very strong, you know, a very strong God over our hearts because we don't want to go through what we went through in the past. So it's not like broken people have trust issues per se. Yeah, they do. But not not trust issues in the form that most people think trust issues are. But broken people, since they've experienced certain things before, they can tell where certain things are going before they go there, you know. And that's why we are so quick to call people out to hey, I know this is going, I know that this has happened to a- to me because of A B C. So you better quit doing this. If you don't quit doing this, I know how this is gonna end. So it's not like broken people can't be loved, broken people just need extra care. It's like when you break a toy and you really love that toy. Or when you get a broken toy but you get all the pieces back. But you really, really love this toy. You will take your time and mend it properly so that you can love it properly. So for those of you who are out there loving broken boys. Loving broken people. My message to you today is take time. Take time. The same goes for the broken person Take your time Don't rush into a relationship Take time to find yourself Take time to heal Take time to get to know The broken parts of yourself And take time to fix them yourself Take time to, re- to rebuild The love for yourself Take time to stop showing people That you love yourself And start loving yourself Because you can't love anyone Until you love yourself first and then on top of it all, if you've lost what the meaning of love looks like, I would refer you to John 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. His only son. That's what love looks like. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. That's what love is. So take time. Take your time. Look for a person you know will sacrifice for you and make sure you're willing to sacrifice for that person as well because that is what love looks like. Love looks like John 3, verse 16. You might be atheist, Muslim, or whichever religion you subscribe to, but love looks like sacrifice. So until you're ready to sacrifice, so take time to heal yourself. Take time to love yourself. Anyway, for your first episode, I didn't think that was too bad. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Those who are watching, I don't even know. Hey, I've also got shoes I'm selling, guys. Uh, follow the page at Low Key Drip. It's called at Low Key Drip Store On Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you find me. So yeah, um, I guess that's it. I gotta go back into the house now. <laughs> Good night.